This is a Wednesday morning broadcast, and we are at Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem, one of our favorite places. And uh, many of you are aware of the fact that on March the 1st, there was a transition here at Shari Tzedek Medical Center. Uh, the fourth director general, uh, Professor Alevi, handed off uh, the position to uh, Professor Ofer Merin, who now is the fifth person to hold the position of Director General of Shari Tzedek Medical Center in just over 117 years of Shari Tzedek's history. And it is a great pleasure and honor to welcome Professor Ofer Merin to our airwaves here at Shari Tzedek. Shalom. Thank you very much for hosting us. Thank you very much. In your hospital. After all, you are now the Director General of Shari Tzedek. So mazal tov to you. How has the term gone so far, the first few days? Well, it's only five days, so I'm still smiling. (laughs) I think it was good that you came... Shortly at the after beginning. I started, because, yeah, if we'll come and speak in a month, probably I'll be a bit shorter than I am now. So. Well, nonetheless, I'm sure it's going to be a very successful term, to say the least. We've had you as a guest discussing uh, different things about Shari Tzedek. We've discussed trauma services, which unfortunately is so prevalent here in such an important department. Uh, you've been the head of the uh, of trauma services here. And, of course, we've discussed the mobile field hospital, which is something you take great pride in. Uh, which has such a close relationship with Shari Tzedek. Um, and now you have this unique opportunity, this position as Director General. Um, I assume that you have, the, you have the desire to set an agenda, to, to establish certain goals for your time as Director General. What have been the thoughts and, and practical uh, 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 things that you've set in motion at the beginning to try to achieve your goals during this term? You know, we can come into the usual cliches when someone is sitting in this chair and I should say now, okay, we want to be excellent in everything that we do. We want to give the best care. We want to continue to expand the hospital and continue the really amazing tradition that the hospital has had over the years. Um, so, yeah, I can give a long list of things that CEOs of hospital should say. Um, I think there's a few things that we should concentrate and I think that... Uh, what I'm mostly uh, occupied these days in trying to set the priorities because there's so many uh, things uh, moving from budget issues, which is always a struggle in everywhere in the medical field these days. We can speak, it's probably way beyond the medical field. So, yeah, there is obviously uh, many uh, issues and struggles about the budget, but let's put this aside because we're here to uh, treat the patients and... I think that we are that we are we are now in the position to find the right balance between saying okay we should continue to expand, we should continue the tradition of excellence, and we and we should keep not only the size but the quality of fair care, and I think this is the thing that we should concentrate on. I mean, it's it's obviously everyone has its pride in things that we're saying. Oh, we are the best in this. I think we should find the right balance between having some of the services that we should say this is the best in Israel one of the prominent or one of the best in the world and we should put the resources the best people in this service and say yeah we should lead in this thing I think there's many things that we should say we should give excellent quality of care but we we can't Can't come and think that everything has to be uh, we have to be the best and um, you know hospitals is continue to expand 
but we have a certain size. The number of patients is growing on, specifically in Charlotte Silicon. Like, you know, we are, when we're looking at the numbers year after year, we're probably more or less, if I should put my finger into one figure, we're about 5% increasing every year. That's a large number. A lot. This is a lot when we are still in more or less a confined area. Right. Um, so how to keep... Uh, it's the quality of care. It's it's not only the quality of the medical care. It's the quality of the feeling of the patient, how how we take care of him. And as the number of patients is increasing, we are sitting here and it looks, everything looks uh, very nice. And, and But if we'll go down to the emergency room, we will see their, their lineups over there. How are we making sure that the patients, you know, understand? what to expect, mm-hmm. how we meet the expectations of patients. So this is part of the issue. So the patient a- needs a knee surgery. Right. He said, oh, well, I need my knee to be changed. I want it to be done within the next week. We should, we should know how to communicate with our patients so he will know what to expect, when it's going to be done. Who's going to do it? So uh, I think this is part of the. Well, it sounds like a, a real balancing act. Yeah. It, it sounds like a quantity quality yeah, issue. You want to maintain exactly. quality, but the quantity, as you just described, is going up rapidly. I mean, five yeah. percent oh, to yeah. us sounds it's, like a mammoth number, yeah. Yeah. and and of course it's across the board. There's so many different departments here, so it's across the board. Um, Sharitzedek has a rich history in certain departments. There are certain departments that the, the hospital is synonymous with it. I, we were speaking earlier with uh, one of the heads of the cardiac unit. It's not, a, it's not unusual for Shari Tzedek to be associated with cardiac care here in Israel. But when you are such a central part of medical care in a country like this, and you are being turned to, not just in emergency situations, but on a daily, regular basis to service more and more and more people, you want every single department to have the same reputation as the one that I just described. And that's a real challenge. Yeah, the, yeah there's no question. It's a real challenge. Um, you know, we should recognize, and, and this is part of the issue, we should recognize what's going on in medicine. Um, and we should try, I, I don't want to use the term pinpoint because it's not that term exactly, but we should try to understand what is going on in medicine, what is going on with genetics. And to say, you know, imaging has gone a long way. What would should we do this year with imaging? What is new in imaging? Right. What is new in cardiology? Right. So it's not that every year we should say, well, cardiology, I'm a cardiac surgeon. So for right. me, it's easy to speak about cardiology. Right. Um, but as a cardiac surgeon, I'll say, what has changed between last year and this year? To be honest, nothing. And I think this is also part of my position. Because the chief of cardiac surgery, I'm happy that he comes and says, oh, we should do this and this and this. And I should, again, balance between the different people that I do want them to come to my room and, you know, to ask Mm -hmm. for things. So we need, from at least my chair, to try and figure out what is important to do now and which which departments we should we should back up. It more. is a very complicated analysis, yeah. right, going forward. It's very complicated to determine exactly uh, where the concentration should be. Professor Ofer Merin is with us, brand new director general here at Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem, Israel. Uh, just the first few days of his uh, brand new position. Um, you mentioned how expensive, uh, how difficult budget constraints are these days. And I don't know to, to what degree the Director General, what, what type of uh, role you play 
in, in raising funds for the hospital. I assume it's, it's, a, it's a, a big role, an important role. But what about the government here in the state of Israel? They have to realize that your hospital, as I just described earlier, is not just a local Jerusalem hospital, but it's a center that is being depended on by so many people in so many surrounding areas in Jerusalem and outside the city of Jerusalem. Is this something that the government has recognized and has been helpful to the hospital? Well, the budget in Israel is, is a long issue. Right. Um, but if we should, just to realize a bit the figures, in the United States, the, it, well, speaking more or less, about 17% of the GDP goes to medical care. Healthcare. In Israel, healthcare is about 75 so it's less than half than what is the, what is given in uh, in the states, and I would cautiously say, I think that across the board, the medical care in Israel is more or less similar to the one in the states. Right. So this is a huge struggle how to keep it. Sharet Sadik is unique in Israel, so the hospital in Israel part are being balanced by the government because the government owns them, part by the um, HMOs. Uh, that they belong. Right. Sharet Sedek these days is probably the only one hospital in Israel that we are responsible for our own budget. So I would honestly say that at least half of the time of the day, which is a very long day, is spent on issues that are directly related to budget. There's not one single meeting that I speak that budget is not somewhere in the room, but I would say that almost half of the meetings has direct connection with budget we are we are struggling with our budget and so we are looking for whatever direction we can think of from to still get a little bit of support from the government to get support from many very good people most of them are coming from the states that support our hospital right. it's they are supporting the patients and to keep the work in the in the hospital in a way that we we utilize the things in the best way that we are economic and and we are thinking about everything that's done in the hospital well i can only imagine a big shout out to those in the united states who of course uh, many people who dedicate themselves to sharet said i yep. take great pride in being supporters of sharet said medical center finally the experience in the mobile field hospital does that experience help someone run a hospital does that experience that you've had so many times in different parts of the world help in this new position? Um, you know, I would say a short answer. The answer is for sure yes. Now, when you ask how, this is a more difficult question to ask. I think part of it in my personal experience is the way how to build a team, is the way how mm. to have the right spirit of people, uh, the understanding that people have to believe I would say in the system, but the bottom line, they don't believe in the walls. They have to believe in a certain person. So I understand this position that people have to give their trust personally in, in me, in the way that I'm going to try to continue the again the, the, the excellent tradition in this hospital. Um, I don't want to say that every day in the hospital it's an emergency or a chaotic situation, so it's not really like we come right. to a disaster zone. But in this sentence, this is one of the things that I just said now. When you come to a disaster zone, I think my personal most important single thing that I usually think that I have a personal impact is, is the thought of what we should concentrate on. Because when you come to a chaotic area, it's always the question, which patient you should treat, what level of treatment you should uh, try to keep, how you communicate with the population and so on. 
And it's always trying to find the right balance between, okay, this is the most important things to do. So to take this into my new position now, this is priorities. what is, priorities. What is in my mind. Just priorities. like on an emergency scene, yeah. it's about priorities, triage, yeah. right? Yeah. And, just a, and leading a hospital is all about priorities and balance, as you described so eloquently yep. as well. Uh, well we, by the way, uh, I don't know if this is a coincidence, the fact that it's your first week on the job, but uh, the hospital area that we're in looks even more beautiful than the last time we were oh, here. Yep, so, it is, yep. <laughs> so Tarava on that. It's a really uh, beautiful setup with lovely shopping and something for everybody uh, who comes uh, either as a patient or family member to be able to take advantage of. So Mazal Tov on that. And mazal Tov on your new position. I thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you very much. Thank you for the talk. A pleasure. Dr. Uh, Professor Ofer Merrin, who is the Director General of Shari Tzedek Medical Center. He is now the uh, fifth to hold the position in the 117-year history of the hospital. And I thank him for joining us here and for welcoming welcoming us here um, on this JM&AM Wednesday morning.